Welcome to The Pasty Tapes, a burlesque podcast by Show My More. Thank you for tuning into The Pasty Tapes. I am your host, Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling, recording today from my closet in Chicago. Last week, I had the honor of being in Eat Your Heart Out, an all-fat burlesque review in Washington, D.C., produced by Ophelia Zena Hart of House of Heart Productions. This was a show I had dreamed of being in since before I even debuted. Oh wait, let's pause here. In case you didn't know, I am fat. I am a fat babe. I am a fat burlesque performer. I am fat. Okay, now that's out of the way. Let's continue. I will also never, ever, ever not point out that I was depicted in fat babe cartoony glory on the poster for Eat Your Heart Out, which was definitely a wonderful treat to see. I am obsessed with that little logo. Today we will talk with Ophelia Zana Hart about Eat Your Heart Out, and we'll also speak with some of the Eat Your Heart Out cast, including Parker Go Pete from Denver, Gordina Maricona from Richmond, Jezebelli from Chicago, and Twinkle Motherfucking Toes, who co-emceed the event. I first met Ophelia Zana Hart at BurleyCon in 2017 at the Fat Dancing Bodies Caucus, moderated by Riri Sincere and Loa De Boom Boom. That caucus absolutely changed my view on burlesque, It changed my view on identifying as fat, and it also changed my view on where I belong, like, in this whole glittery universe. I distinctly remember almost everyone I met in that room, from Lana Del Beard to Chi-Chi Buxom to Loa and Riri and Bubble Bordeaux and Ophelia Hart, and finding out that Ophelia produced an all-fat show in D.C., like, left me so intrigued. Uh, Ophelia was someone who I stayed in touch with after that Burley Con in 2017. We later shared an Airbnb in Austin uh, for the Bucks and Blaze Burlesque Festival. In 2018, she helped me out at Burley Con when I needed to prep for peer reviews and for the different appearances I had across Seattle that weekend. Ophelia is such a joy. I will dig up the Facebook message I wrote to her two years ago and I'll read it for the Patreon, which is coming soon. Your Heart Out, also known as Aho, was absolutely what I wanted it to be and more. I had an absolute blast. Uh, I lived in D.C. a couple times in my life, so it was a total joy coming back. I had a day or so to explore a place I used to call home and to perform in a city that's been on my wish list for a while. The crowd at Aho was absolutely wild. They were loud, totally excited, and so, so, so generous in every sense of the word. I had such a wonderful time. I will 100% do it again. Here is my conversation with Eat Your Heart Out producer, an absolute knockout of a performer, Ophelia Zana Hart. Ophelia, thank you so much for chatting with me here on the Pacey Tapes, and thank you so, so much for inviting me to be a part of your production, Eat Your Heart Out, a fat burlesque review. Tell me... Why the word fat? Uh, I think the word fat is incredibly powerful. Uh, I think it's been used to uh, pathologize our bodies, to belittle us, to bully us, to insult us uh, from a very young age. And I think that reclaiming that word can be very powerful, can be very empowering, um, can give us agency over how we describe our bodies um, when we reclaim this word and when we use it to 
just describe how our bodies look without any implication of negativity, without uh, any implication that being fat is better or worse than being thin. It's just a body type. We're fat and we're fat dancers and we're here doing the thing. Why do you identify as a fat performer? For the very same reason uh, that I use fat to market our show. Uh, I identify as a fat performer because I am a fat performer uh, because I don't feel the need to uh, use a different label like plus size or curvy or voluptuous, etc. Um, I like fat because it's true and it's blunt and it makes people uncomfortable. Uh, and I like to make people sit in that discomfort and to make people think about why my calling myself fat makes them uncomfortable, but someone calling themselves thin does not make them uncomfortable. Uh, to think about what weight that word has for them and how to kind of deconstruct that, unpack that, and kind of redefine the word for themselves. That discomfort and challenge in mind, what do you think sets Eat Your Heart Out apart from other plus size, curvy focused, body positive kind of shows. Um, Eat Your Heart Out is a fat burlesque review. And what sets it apart from other body positive reviews is that it is explicitly fat positive. Uh, and I wouldn't say that most body positive, not only burlesque reviews, but anything relating to the body positive movement, I wouldn't say that it's uh, explicitly or necessarily fat positive. How does identifying as a fat burlesque review change who you prioritize for your cast? Uh, I also want to prioritize larger bodies. Um, And that means that all fat performers, uh, everyone who self-identifies as fat is welcome to apply to the show. And that we have a selection of different fat body types cast in our show. But I do want to prioritize the larger applicants. uh, Because at the end of the day, I do think that a size 32 is marginalized in a different way and more marginalized than a size 14, both in the burlesque industry and universally. Uh, So I think it's important to prioritize uh, larger performers uh, in my casting process. And what sets it apart from other fat reviews is that I really want to focus on being intersectional and on uh, casting other uh, marginalized communities and especially focusing on uh, casting queer and trans performers and performers of color. Uh, So every year I I do center my uh, casting choices on queer and trans performers of color. um, And you'll see that in our our cast and crew uh, demographics. Uh, And that's really, really important to me as a fat queer performer of color. What was the purpose in starting Eat Your Heart Out? So many, so many different reasons. Uh, Three of them were that I wanted to prove three things. I wanted to prove that we can do it all. We can do nerdlesque, we can do classic, we can do neo, we can do dance heavy, we can do sultry, we can do slow burn, we can absolutely do it all and we can do it excellently. Uh, And so I try to cast acts that really reflect the breadth and the diversity of 
our abilities and skills as fat performers. Uh, and this year, I think we did that exceptionally well. Uh, we had traveling performers from all over the place and we just had such an amazing and wide variety of excellent acts. Uh, one of my other missions with the show is dance, is showing that fat performers can dance and can do it very, very well. Uh, one of the things I hear the most, one of the arguments I hear the most against hiring fat folks is that we can't dance or we don't have stamina or we can't dance as well as other people. And that's absolutely not true. And we had amazing acts really disproving that. And we especially, oh my God, <laughs> um, had two go-go dancers, Vanity J and Chocolate Lava, who each danced for 30 minutes. They had, holy shit, amazing sets. 30 minutes of stamina, of dance, of drop splits, of backbends, of hair flips. It was just honestly amazing. And one of them was dancing in the 500 inch heel pleasers. I just, I'm still just speechless from those sets. Uh, so one of my missions is, is proving that, that we can dance and that we can do it well. Oh my God. Chocolate Lava and Vanity J were incredible. And it was not just like this basic go-go wiggle that I see a lot when people are go-go dancing, but it was real ass movement. Like they got the audience hyped and they stayed hyped thanks to these beautiful go-go dancers. Oh my God, the drop splits, the heel clacks, like all of it. They were moving for half an hour, half an hour. What was the third mission? My other mission is to show that we can be high glam and polished. Uh, I think a lot of the time fatness is seen as inherently unpolished, uh, as inherently unglamorous. So you could be covered in rhinestones and doing the exact same act as uh, your thinner counterpart, but your act will be seen as unpolished, as clumsy, even as ugly, uh, just because you're fat. And I think that's absolute nonsense. And so... I, I do cast a lot of high glam acts and that's really, really important to me to show that we are absolutely able to do high glam and that our work is polished and can be polished uh, and that our fatness does not have to be uh, an antithesis to the high glam or the polish that producers are looking for and that using that argument to hire, to not hire fat performers is absolute bullshit. Eat Your Heart Out has been an incredible sold out success three years in a row. Is this level of success and support that you've been receiving, is that surprising to you? AHO has been such an incredible sold out success for three years, uh, since we debuted in 2017 at the black cat. Um, the first year, honestly, the support was absolutely surprising. Um, it was mostly people who weren't in the burlesque community. It was just strangers, people who'd seen the flyer, people who had seen all of our marketing, um, and who were interested in coming and seeing this show. And, I think part of the reason why it was surprising is because I did internalize what I hear all the time, uh, which is that 
people don't want to see fat performers. We're not being cast because people don't want to see us on stage. And I think I had internalized that. And so when we sold out our very first show, I was surprised, um, delightfully surprised, but I was surprised. Um, in the past two years, I was less surprised because uh, people did come through and come through so hard that first year. Uh, but every year I do, I do still have that doubt that what if people are right? What if people don't want to see fat people getting naked on stage? And a part of the reason why that stays alive in me is that uh, I do a lot of the marketing myself and I do a lot of canvassing in person and I get a lot of negative reactions to our show, a lot of fat phobic reactions, a lot of people not happy that we're doing this. And so that that little voice in my head very much stays alive, even through all the support. But I'm so grateful that people show up and show out and that there's hundreds and hundreds of people who want to see this show and who are so enthusiastic for hours and hours during the show, just throwing all their money at us and cheering and hollering and clapping and just so much enthusiasm for our art, for our bodies, for what we're doing on that stage. What do you think the success of Eat Your Heart Out says about the burlesque audience and fan base? I have a lot of thoughts about the burlesque audience and fan base. Uh, I think... My marketing strategy focuses a lot on getting new audience members who have never seen burlesque before, uh, whether that is uh, people who are in the fat positive community, uh, people who are fat themselves, or just random people that I canvas um, on the street. I want to focus on getting people who have never seen burlesque before. I think there are three uh, marketing goals that we strive for when we're marketing for a show. Uh, one of them is getting our local community of other performance artists, other burlesque performers, drag performers, uh, our local community to come out and support the show. Uh, and I think that both locally and nationally, uh, we seem to be uh, doing a pretty good job with uh, getting some support, whether it's online or people actually showing up to shows. Um, the second thing I think we do is cultivate our current audience. So we get we get those we get those regulars who want to come to all the shows, who want to support, uh, and I think we do a pretty good job at keeping those people updated about shows, reaching out to those people, engaging with those people. But I think one of the things that is often neglected, both here and uh, in other states, is building an audience, building an audience out of people who have never seen burlesque, never heard of burlesque, have absolutely no clue what burlesque is. Um, and I think one of the reasons uh, we're not focusing on that is that it's a lot more work uh, and often a lot more money because marketing is expensive. Um, and for Eat Your Heart Out, I do spend a lot of time canvassing on the street and the reaction I get the most is... I, I don't know what this is. I don't know what burlesque is. I've never heard of this before. Uh, and so 
you're essentially educating people on what burlesque is. Uh, and I think, I think that's important in drawing a fan base and creating a fan base. Uh, and so I think our fan base is part, part of those three pillars, uh, supporting local supportive community, uh, who, who is here to support our mission, who's here to support our performers. Uh, we have our, uh, usuals are, are people who go to a lot of shows. And then we have our fan base of people who didn't know what burlesque was. And this is their first show. And they're so excited. You've clearly done a lot of work in making sure that fat bodies are celebrated. What do you say to producers who don't want to book or are maybe afraid to book fat performers? I have to say that we're out here, we're doing the damn thing, and we're doing it so well. Uh, I have to say that we can do everything that thin performers can do. We can be hilarious, we can be seductive, we can be dramatic, we can be polished, we can bring nerdlesque, neo-classic, we can do every single thing that thin performers can do. And what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? The only thing that's going to happen is that people are going to show you that we can do the thing and that your audience is going to fall in love with us. So what are you afraid of? Thank you so much for chatting with me, Ophelia. Where can people find you and eat your heart out on the internet? Uh, for people who want to support us online, uh, you can follow House of Heart Productions on Facebook. Uh, that's H-A-U-S of H-A-R-T Productions. Uh, you can also follow at House of Heart Productions on uh, Instagram and feel free to direct message us on either uh, and shoot us an, a message with your email and we can add you to our serve uh, where we send out blasts about our applications when they go out um, and blasts about our show, any discounts, um, and any other information about House of Heart and all our fat fabulousness. <laughs> I just want to add how incredibly grateful I am for all the performers who came out all the way to DC. Uh, we had a lot of out of town performers this year, um, for all of our performers in general, for our crew, for our media team, um, for the amazing historic Gala Hispanic theater, uh, and our holy crap, uh, incredible audience. Uh, truly I've, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, they've outdone themselves. Um, and I know all of our performers were just floored by, how incredible this audience was and I honestly don't think I'll ever get over it <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm just incredibly grateful for just all the fat magic that we all collectively made happen this weekend thank you again Ophelia for putting on a stellar show and inviting me to close it out with you I cannot wait to come back I cannot wait to see more fat dancing bodies out there you can catch Ophelia around the country this year. She is a featured performer at the Ohio Burlesque Festival, and she'll be teaching again at EarlyCon this fall. 
Next is a conversation I had with the E Your Heart Out cast as we prepped for our cast pool party this Sunday after the show. I am so grateful to have had the opportunity to connect with these babes. Here's a conversation with Parker Go Peep, Twinkle Motherfucking Toes, Gordita Maricona, and Jezebelli about fat burlesque and their Eat Your Heart Out experience. This is Gordita Maricona, the Big Belly Boricua of Richmond, Virginia. My name is Jezebelli. I am from Chicago and I'm a producer for the Femme Fatales, all, all plus size burlesque troupe, and the brownest belly in burlesque. My name is Parker Go Peep. I'm from Denver, Colorado, and I am known as the Nasty Woman of Burlesque. Bonjour. My name is Twinkle Motherfucking Toes from the Atlanta, Georgia Motherfuckings, and I'm your Glamazonian MC. I'm one half of Glamazon and the Mermaid 2 Electric Boogaloo, a duet of fat, fabulous, and glamorous MCs. Yes. Okay. So what was your highlight of this weekend? Oh my God. The pure amount of like big, fat, bootylicious, voluptuous body positivity and like the extreme um, celebration of my body type and body types like mine and not feeling like the token fat girl in a show. And then the absolute like siblinghood of everybody that was involved in the show. Mm-hmm. The highlight was definitely, um, I have to say the really stellar cast. Um, this is our third time doing Eat Your Heart Out. And every time the talent is diverse, they're from um, all across you know the country. And the acts are different and representative of what our burlesque community is. And it's really such a shame these really talented artists don't get nearly as many opportunities that are um, afforded to people who are skinnier or not uh, people who are um, non-POC are afforded when they have just as much, if not even more talent to be on those goddamn stages. So every time I look forward to seeing um, all of the acts that get booked, I mean, seem to add more every damn time and it's always my pleasure and honor to be able to introduce you all and to really hype you up when you all get on stage yes okay you did an excellent job (laughs) of like hyping this crowd up from the second chocolate lava stepped on to you know the final like vip photo like you were a hundred percent tell me about that audience and tell me how they responded to these fat dancing bodies oh they loved it and you know people look have come to look forward to eat your heart out you know, we started out in like a little black box theater at the Black Cat and that only held about 120 people and we've grown and the audience um, are a group of people who are uh, newbies and people who are returning attendees who look forward to this show every single year and looking forward to the excitement and the acts and the diversity and of course, you know, me. <laughs> <laughs> of course you. <laughs> but I mean... That, that's who they are and they see themselves represented on stage mm-hmm. and they also see this difference um they see um this evolution in burlesque you know we had some nerdy burlesque out there which is nerdless is like really taking off as a thing or it has taken off it's kind of been a thing for a long time there's a lot of really great classic burlesque in there and a lot of the audience saw themselves represented not just in the bodies but in the type of work that was being put on stage mm-hmm. and that's what that audience was and i love it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they were ridiculous and like hype from the minute they sat down in their seats and it was just amazing and it's great to be in a show where Everyone is coming for fat people, so you know you're just gonna like get all that love. 
I feel like they really celebrated us and threw money. So let's. Oh, that audience was fucking bananas. Like, can't even hear your music over it. Bananas. And people are running up on stage and just fucking making it rain. It's like popcorn, all the money that's being thrown. It was everything. I have never felt if I could live in that energy forever. I would, because that's exactly where you want to perform. So this was a fat burlesque review. Tell me about the word fat and why you use the word fat. Um, well, I use the word fat because it's simply what I am. Uh, and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I mean, I get that some people don't like to apply it to themselves, but I'm not shy about being fat in any form so i just i like it because i feel like it's straightforward and to the point i'm a big fan of using words that are meant to hurt me reclaiming them and using them in a way that makes people that would have previously used them uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um i my my goal is to make body shamers awkward again so Mm -hmm. i want to make I want to use the word fat in a positive manner to make people that would use it in a negative manner as awkward as possible. Good. Yeah. Okay. So what did it feel like not being the only fat person in the show? I think that's a thing a lot of us fat performers feel. Like sometimes we're the only one or sometimes we're not cast or whatever. So what was it like being backstage with a bunch of other fat babes? I wanted to cry. It was so fucking beautiful. I come from a city where there are minimal performers of size. I was actually telling everybody earlier that um, I've gotten on stage at my local club and had an audience scoff at me like multiple like this. This has happened like every time I've performed in Denver and I've had to like prove myself. And it was so nice to walk on a stage knowing that I wasn't going to have to prove myself that I could just dance and fucking live and tear my soul out on stage without worrying about my jiggle or my cellulite or what the audience was going to think of my body. It's just less like nerve wracking and like less anxiety about people being like weird and judgy, especially when you're the only person from your city in the show and you might not really know a lot of people. It's just like nice. (laughs) For me, being able to be a part of this fat experience. Yes. Um, and it being explicitly fat. So this wasn't like a plus size show. This wasn't a curvy show. This was a queer POC fat burlesque show. Because we were so afraid of that goddamn word for mm-hmm. some reason. I'm yeah. Like, it's a descriptor. It's like tall. Mm-hmm. Someone gave a TED Talk once and was like, people say fat. And they're like, oh, you're not fat. But it's literally descriptive as being tall and fat is okay and fat is great. So I love, not necessarily for me about being not the only one. It's, a, it's the fact that I got to be a part of this larger thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just a show. Mm-hmm. And it's a show that people look forward to every single year. And it's really warm in my heart. And it's my favorite thing to do. And if and Ophelia says, stop what you're doing right now. We're going to do it. Eat your heart out tomorrow. Tickle toes is there. Why are all fat shows important? Because people tend to think that we can't like look sexy or like move around like a thin performer can. And that's just like not true. And you, you know, every show should be should showcasing that. <laughs> You know, the audience was ready for it. We made a fuck ton of money, more money than I've ever seen before at any show ever, really ever. Um, following this experience, what do you have to say to producers 
or, you know, venue owners who might be afraid to see a fat babe up there. I, I want to tell them that I want to show them how appreciative it, appreciative the world is of fat babes and how much our, our world is really ready for like a broader form of body positivity beyond the like hourglass Ashley Graham figure. Like maybe there are those naysayers that happen to be louder than everybody else. But when it comes down to it, the greater audience and the greater world are ready for us and like literally fuck any venue or producer that it does not see that happening. You know, it's so tiring to constantly have to prove yourselves but like magic happens when performers don't feel like they have to prove themselves anymore. They can just fucking dance. Um, what the fuck are you doing if you're not hiring fat people? Like, why is there not, there are fat people in your city. Like there are. And if you feel like they're not doing what you think they should be doing, then maybe you need to create an environment where they feel comfortable doing said things. Cause a lot of the things I hear are that producers feel like, there's not, you know, polished fat performers in my city. Just do your research and find those fat performers because they're probably out there. You just don't know where to look. So what I really say to them is like, you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, you are not trying hard enough. I mean, we're out there. Yeah. We are out there. And where can people find you on the Internet? I can be found on the on IG, on Instagram at iridescence. Um, or you can type in Jezebelly and I'll probably pop up there, too. Um, my troupe is the Femme Fatales Burlesque, uh, also on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Gordita Maricona or friend me on Facebook, Gordita Maricona. So my website is www.parkergopeep.com. You can find me on Instagram at at parkergopeep, and you can find me on Facebook under parkergopeep as well. Actually, you can find me. I do MC karaoke with Disha Karaoke, so if you are interested in singing some karaoke and listening to me run my mouth, for four hours on end, while you sing karaoke competitively, holla at your girl, dishyourkaraoke.com. Ah, oh, my name is Twinkle Motherfucking Toes of the Atlanta, Georgia Motherfuckings. <laughs> Thank you again so much to the cast of Eat Your Heart Out for sharing your talents on that stage. I am so grateful to know you. I cannot wait for us to take over the world. Book us, feature us, we are out here. Finally, let's take a call from the Pasty Tapes hotline. This is Bella Sin from Cleveland, revealing a couple of their burlesque crushes. Hi, show my more. This is Bella Sin from Cleveland, Ohio. I own Cleveland Burlesque and Ohio Burlesque Festival, but I wanted to give a couple of shout-outs to a couple of my burlesque crushes. So currently, burlesque crushes are my, uh, actually, my regular uh, falling in love part, but I wanted to give a one- Shout out to Chola Magnolia, and my favorite act from her is called Dao, which is a very well-known Hispanic song that my parents used to make me dance to when I was little, and I was like, why? But now I'm just like, oh my God, you have to see this act, the French costume she's wearing, the way that she hits her like hips and the movements when she's dancing Dao, and it's so audience participating kind of heavy that it's wonderful to see her engage the audience so much in this act and I'm so excited that she's actually coming to the Ohio Burlesque Festival with it and I get to see it in person. The other person I wanted to shout out real quick 
it's going to be um, Ophelia Sandyheart, and she's out of from Washington D.C. She has this act where she is wearing nothing but um, this green gorgeous costume on her and then she does this magic trick and I don't know where everything's yellow and I think my brain melted when I watched that video and I still remember it very well and it doesn't exactly like compute in my mind how that magic happens so um Ophelia is absolutely fantastic in this number she's so always so powerful on stage especially like she did a Ursula number before where she turns into the not to get away, she she has this reveal that turns into the wedding dress from her being dressed as Ursula. And it's absolutely stunning. I I, I seriously cannot even. I still cannot even. Um, another one of my favorites is Lulu Duchess Derriere, and we just saw her act the Beehive. She was mo- she won more most innovative with it. But there's an act she did in Jesus Juke Joint um to tribe the um the tribe called Red song and she reveals her hair to be super long dreads and she's doing native dancing as well as burlesque and she's also acknowledging her black heritage and it's absolutely freaking bonkers i only saw bits and pieces from somebody's instagram but that was enough to like absolutely steal my heart and i'm still on the floor over it so um, those are some of my burlesque crushes that I actually get to see soon, so I'm very excited about that. Um, and I have too many burlesque crushes, to be quite honest. And yes, you should do a Patreon and talk about social media. Thanks, Bella. I cannot wait to see you this fall at the Nashville Burlesque Festival. If you want to call in and talk about your burlesque crush, tell me about your burly BFF, or just dial in and yell the word salmon, our number at the Pasty Tapes hotline is 1-530-PASTIES. That is 1-530-727-8437. If you're international or you don't want to leave a voicemail, you can always record a voice memo on your phone and email it to thepastytapes at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to The Pasty Tapes. You can keep up with us online at The Pasty Tapes all across the internet. We will be launching a Patreon soon and opening up some burlesque-related ad space, maybe. So if that's a thing you're into, send me an email. I am your host, Show My More, and you can find me at Show My More across the internet. This is my call to action for you to find, book, feature, and celebrate fat performers in your shows and in your festivals. We are here. We are out here dancing. We are out here sparkling. We are out here working and we are ready for you. And you're ready for us. Thank you for listening to the Pasty Tapes. Please tell all your friends. Share our episodes. Hit that subscribe button. Give us five stars. Thank you again so much for all of your support. This is Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling. And I will talk with you soon. Bye.